Thanks for tuning in to the Joyco Podcast with me, Coach D. Cicero. My intention with every episode is that you receive a joy gem that sparks joy, transformation, or ignites a, I needed to hear that moment. Let's joyfully dive into today's topic. Welcome back to season two. We are now getting into season two conversations with dynamic women. I'm so excited. (laughs) Today, we are talking about self-love, and we know it is an ever-evolving journey. And although a popular topic, it is worth the repetition of dissecting various perspectives on how to cultivate it. On today's episode, I discuss the ebbs and flows of a personal journey to self-love with my very dear friend, Alexis. She is an inspiring, high-achieving, faith-driven woman with a beautiful, lovely, and kind soul. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Joyco Podcast, Alexis. I am energized about this topic, discussing self-love with you. Let's get right into it. Tell the people who you are, your purpose or professional work, and of course, three things that bring you absolute joy. All right. Thank you so much for having me, Vishayla. I'm so honored to be here. Alexis Salter, as you mentioned, Who am I? I am just a purposefully uh, intentioned young woman striving to to navigate this thing we call life, this beautiful thing we call life. Um, My purpose, you know, I do not yet know my purpose. (laughs) That is something that I have been praying to be revealed. Um, It has not yet but I feel that I'm getting closer and closer to my purpose and that's what matters most to me. So there's that. And then three things that bring me joy. I actually have a few things that quite a few things that bring me joy, but one is travel. As you know, (laughs) I love to travel. I feel like I come alive when I travel. I just feel so free and love the new experiences and things that I'm able to see when I travel. Um, I love dance. Dancing brings me so much joy. Dancing in my living room, dancing, hustling with friends. <laughs> dancing in general uh, brings me joy. And then also planning events. I love the creativity and um, thoughtfulness I'm able to put into curating events. Ooh, you know how I feel about dance. You know how I feel about travel. We speak some <laughs> of the same joy languages. <laughs> joy languages. I'm, I love it. <laughs> I'm grateful for it. And like I said to the people in my intro, this is one of my very dear friends. So to have this conversation with her, I'm just excited for you all to hear her perspective and her journey with self-love. So Alexis, my perception is that self-love is an ever-evolving journey, right? It is not a linear journey. It will have the ebbs and flows and it will be a journey that we embark on throughout our our lifetime, excuse me. And because of that, it's important to have your own definition of what self-love means. So Mm -hmm. what does it mean to you or what is your perception of self-love? I would define self-love as actively choosing to uh, to nurture, to cherish, to accept, and to um, celebrate all that makes you who you are. 
And not only those things, but demonstrating those through what you say. So how you speak to yourself and how you uh, speak about yourself to others through what you do. So how do your actions align with the self-love you proclaim to have? And then how you prioritize. Are you prioritizing others' needs above your own? Or do you view your own worth and your value, you know, as as being worthy of priority as well? Mm. A mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) That is beautiful, actually, right? Because we know that affirmations, they work. They're powerful. But you have to back them up with your actions, right? So if I say, (laughs) you know, I really love myself then I also have to couple that with making those self-honoring decisions, right? And Mm -hmm. I think it's important that we practice, not just say we love ourselves, but we practice it. And you touched on that. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what are some of your self-care practices that you implement into your daily or weekly routine? Yeah, well, one thing I will will say um, before I get into kind of self-care specifically is that With self-love, I think that there are different levels of depth, just as there are different levels of depth that you have in relational, you know, relationships with other people. And so I think to to fully love yourself and honor yourself throughout the journey of self-love, you have to know yourself. You have to get deep. (laughs) You have to spend time with yourself thinking about, you know, what is my perspective on a thing? How do I feel about a thing? What do I want? Mm -hmm. And um, to love yourself intentionally and at a, at a, at a lower depth, you need to know those things. You have to get to know yourself intimately. So um, in terms of some, some things that I do, that's one thing that I do is spend time with myself getting to know myself in every season, because just as self-love is a journey in and of itself, so is becoming who you are, right? And so as I evolve, I have to continue to spend time with myself and check in with myself to make sure that I am loving myself in a way that fits the season that I'm in. Hmm. Yeah. And um, that can look like, I'm getting older. My body does not quite operate at the level that it did once before. I need to implement some different things in terms of wellness Mm. and physical care, right? That could be my my self-care and my way of loving myself in a new season. Um, Reading, that's a way it, it makes me feel at home. So incorporating things that make me feel good, that bring me joy, that make me think, that's a self-care practice that I, um, you know, that I implement and several more. (laughs) So it's just to name a few. Well, you know, one of the biggest things that I hope the audience is taking away from that is the need for self-check-in. Your practices will change with the season. 
right? So in one season, you may need to, you know, do mental check-ins, right? Or read more to fill yourself up more, right? In that season, because you have more time on your hands. And then in another season, right, you may need to move your body more because your body requires it, but it all depends on that self-check-in. I love that you touched on that because people need to know the importance of self-reflection. Yeah. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what? It's interesting that when we talk about self-love, though it's a popular topic, we don't talk enough about the highs and lows of the self-love journey, right? Every journey comes with highs and lows. And so I would like for you to share with us one of the most profound yet challenging moments and your self-love journey thus far that you had to overcome? And what did you discover about yourself through that challenge? This is a tough one. <laughs> not <laughs> not tough. It's, it's not tough to answer the question. It's just, it's a deep one, you know? Um, for me, one of the most profound, challenging moments in this journey has been choosing myself when it's come to um, romantic relationships and ending one of my longest and most serious romantic relationships. Um, if you know me, you know that I am a lover girl. I love love. I Come love, on, Drake. <laughs> you know, I love reading about it. I love talking about it. I love experiencing it. I love witnessing it in others. I love watching it on TV. I just love love. And um if I'm being honest, I never thought that it would take this long for me to find my lifelong romantic partner, mm-hmm. but it has. I'm, I'm single to this day. And so when I got into a relationship with a man that I loved, that I began to envision a lifelong partnership with, it was very difficult for me to wrap my head around um, it, it not working out. Mm-hmm. And at a point, it started going south and it scared me that it might not work out. And so I stayed through some things that were not quite what I desired and deserved. In a lot of ways, I was mistreated, honestly. And I got to a point where I realized, okay, we have to make a decision here. And so I chose to end it. And that was one of the most difficult moments in my life because I was in a season where not only did I want to be getting married and buying a house and all these things, that was the season I was in and I I thought I was approaching that, but all of my friends are in that season as well. And this is a, a you know relatively recent within the last year or so uh experience, but it was even more difficult then because I was at a point that I thought I would have already had what I wanted. And then I had gotten to a point of uh, acceptance. Hey, I don't already have it, but I'm in something and this feels good. And it feels like it, it could be. And then it's not that. And then others have that. And I'm so very happy for them, but I want it too. And so there's all these different emotions and thoughts and things surrounding it. But in the end, I did what needed to be done. 
and I chose myself. And that's self-love. Sometimes self-love is the necessary no's and the courageous yeses. That sometimes that's that's what self-love looks like. It's not spa treatments and it's not just spa treatments. I'll say that because Lord knows I implement those in my self-care, but it's beyond that, you know? And so from that, I learned that there's better. If you're in something that does not satisfy the deepest desires of your heart and what you know that you deserve, there is better. And in that sense, I'm not even saying that there is better with someone else. There is better in singleness with just me and God. There's better than that. And though it's hard, it's necessary to choose to choose better, to choose more for yourself. And when I spoke about what self-love was to me, this is the action part of it. I can tell myself, Alexis, you are so deserving of a great love. I can sit down and think out how I define love. I can affirm that I'm going to receive that love. But if my actions and my boundaries do not reinforce that which I am stating, it's going to be hard for me to actually receive that. So I learned that. Uh, and something I heard recently that, that kind of hit on what I learned from that experience is that um, the areas in which you settle are the areas in which you lack faith. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that hit, that hit me in my soul <laughs> because I was like, wow, before I chose me, I was effectively choosing to settle. Mm. And I'm not saying settling as in the person themselves, but settling for what I knew I desired in a relationship. And um, it just spoke to me while I was, I was choosing to settle because I lacked faith. I lacked faith that God had more and better for me on the other side of that. And so... It was a lot. It was it was a it was a tough time, but I'm happy to to say that um, I made the choice that was best for me, and I'm better for it. And you know, making that choice to choose yourself is so empowering. It tells you, mm-hmm. I can make hard decisions. I can walk away from people and things that are not serving me. I am capable of doing that, right? And for future reference, right, you can take that wisdom with you to walk away sooner (laughs) than later. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so important, you know, the more you cultivate self-love, right? I I really subscribe to the notion that you can tell how much someone loves loves themselves by what they accept, how they treat Mm -hmm. themselves, the way they talk to themselves, how they talk to others. You can tell, right? This woman loves herself. Yes. And 
you're worthy of everything you desire and you know that. But sometimes we have to go through those challenges to make us wiser, to make us stronger. And frankly, look at you, you are better for it. So <laughs> we love learning our lessons, okay? <laughs> yes, we do. And we hope that we don't ever have to learn them again. Praise God. Okay. <laughs> And also the quote that you mentioned, what you heard recently, something I have written on a post-it is God will let you settle on the level that you choose. It's mm. synonymous with what you said. And he really will allow, God is such a gentleman, right? So he's like, you have free will, yeah. but if you trust me enough, right? And you know, I'm abundant. You can have everything you desire to the greatest degree. And I'm glad you walked away so you can get what you desire. Okay. <laughs> you and I both, honey. You and I both. And I and I the thing is, I know God has it for me. And Absolutely. I knew God had it for me then. It was just, you know, it was it 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 was still difficult to make the decision I knew I needed to to make. But I never thought that God didn't have for me what I desired mm. he told me he had it for me so I just have to you know I have to to remind myself and take his word for it and know that God doesn't play about me God does not play about Alexis he loves him some Alexis so why am I playing about myself Gotta stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> why, why play about yourself? Why? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, the more you level up in your self-love journey, right? The more you grow on this journey, you will come to accept so many things about who you are and who God created you to be. So what's one thing, right? And I'm not talking about an unhealthy habit or this is just the way I am. I'm, I'm something that you have come to accept. This is a special part of how God created me. Something you accepted about yourself and that you are integrating as you grow. Something that I have accepted about myself. Good enough is never good enough for me. Mm. And I say that I've had to accept that about myself because sometimes that can lead to a lot of internal frustration. Why am I like this? Why am I so particular? Why does this small little detail keep me up at night? No one else even cares about this. But for me, I care deeply. Why can't I just stop at 90 and turn the thing in why do I have to strive for 110? And it's been something that I, you know, for trying not to say I am who I am, but it's just, it's just one of those things where sometimes people will say, girl, you're extra, or it's really not that serious. Mm -hmm. And I can get in my head and kind of beat myself up. Why am I, why am I taking so long on this decision? Why do I care so much? Like they said, it's not that serious. Or like they said, you know, no one is even going to notice that, but yet it keep it still keeps me up at night. Um, and so my strive for perfection 
we we really have a love hate relationship, but I'm leaning into the love part now because I realize that's just a <laughs> part of who I am. I have been a semi perfectionist my entire life, and I'm saying semi because I just don't want to call myself a perfectionist because <laughs> it has this 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 positive, it's seemingly positive but also negative connotation. Mm. Um, but Anywho, I have I have come to accept that about myself. Um, I do still sometimes beat myself up or try to rush myself along. And I am actively trying to stop myself in my tracks when I do that and just honor who I am and make room for who I am. If I know something's going to take me longer because of the amount of care and heart that I put into it, how about we just plan for that? You no need to ridicule yourself in the process. Just plan for that because you know who you are. And um trying to acknowledge the positive in that while also not allowing it to be my kryptonite. You know, I don't want it to hold me back. So at some point you have to sort of place boundaries and things. But also, I recognize that my strive for perfection is also what makes me so thoughtful and intentional and create such quality work. And those are great things. Those are what make me who I am. And those, those very, you know, the outcomes of my care and my perfection are a lot of the reasons why certain people love me and things that they love about me. So... All that to say, <laughs> Fran is working on it <laughs> and loving myself through it and getting to a point where uh, I accept that about myself. I love that you said loving yourself through it. I love that you said honoring that part of you, making room for that part of you, right? And it's all about knowing yourself. If I know this about myself, right? Mm -hmm. I know how to give myself grace. I know when I'm overdoing it. <laughs> yeah. I know when I need to get out of my head. I know when I need to change this thing or when I need to improve in this area. Like mm -hmm. knowing yourself is a huge part of self-love and it helps you to better accept who you are at your core, right? And mm -hmm. not to the point of, okay, I have this bad habit of overthinking. That's just who I am. No, right? You can change overthinking. You can rewire your mind not to do that. But if it's a fruitful part of who you are, right? You know that you produce quality work. That's fruitful. <laughs> it is. Right? That's something to honor about yourself. And it's super important. And on the, on the topic of honoring that part of you, when it comes to self-love, it's something to examine as far as our relationship with ourselves, right? There are people who may not have the best relationship with themselves. They don't like their own company, unfortunately, right? And your self-relationship, right. one of the messages I will drive home to the day I die is that you are your first home. So mm -hmm. Alexis, what are three words, just three, three words you would use to describe the relationship you have with yourself? Ooh, three words. <clears throat> I would say intimate, 
growth oriented. That's two words, but we'll hyphenate it, make it one. Uh, <laughs> and gracious. Ooh, can you expound on those for us? Yes. So I say it's intimate because of what I mentioned earlier that I truly do spend time um, with myself. I am not one of those people that does not enjoy time with herself. I love time with myself. Me, myself, and I <laughs> kick it. We're besties. <laughs> and so it's intimate because I get deep. I do not have a surface level relationship with myself. I challenge myself. I am very self-aware. I analyze myself. I, you know, sometimes too much, recognizing that as a part of my self-love journey. But um, it's intimate because I go there with myself. I am a safe space for my most wild, most critical, deepest, darkest, and brightest thoughts. And that enables me to get to know myself at a level that helps me to intentionally love, right? Mm -hmm. um, if I were to get up, go to work, come back home, give my all to everyone else but myself, go to sleep, wake up and do it again. I'm, I, I am essentially sleepwalking through life. And then I could look up six months later and say, whew, what just happened? You know? But if along the way you're checking in, how do I think? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What do I want? Do you have the opportunity to get real with yourself, be honest with yourself, change things along the way, and develop an intimate, trusting relationship with yourself? So, intimate. <laughs> Um, growth oriented. I'm always striving to be better. It's probably part of that whole good enough is never really good enough for me type of thing. I always want to be better. If I get a 98% on something, this is a true story in the first grade. My mom tells a story like, you know, those stories your parents tell <laughs> just about at every Christmas. Yes. <laughs> one of those stories. Um, you know, Oh, when you were in the first grade, you got a 98%. It went up to the teacher and, you know, demanded, why did I get, why didn't I get a hundred? And it wasn't because I was upset at the teacher. It was because I wanted to know. So next time I wouldn't be, be marked off 2%. I wanted the hundred and I've been that way my entire life. And so uh, my relationship with myself is growth oriented. I always want to evolve, get better honor the next season, you know, honor the season that I'm in and get to the next season. Um, it's just part of me. And then gracious. And this is very much so needed when you have a growth mindset. Along the way, there will be setbacks. There will be hard times. As you mentioned earlier, self-love is not a linear journey. Sometimes there are ups and downs. And so giving myself grace, the same grace that God gives me and that I give other people, giving myself grace allows me to get through those valleys. It allows me to say, okay, yes, I want to grow in said area, but also I recognize that where I am now is better than I was yesterday. And I can be good with that as well. 
first, <laughs> thank you for expounding. But wow, that's inspiring to hear, honestly, to hear someone have this cultivated and nurtured relationship. You nurture the relationship you have with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And you're intentional about it. You were able to name three very quickly and pinpoint the why. There's so much self-honor in everything that you're saying today. And that stands out. It stands out abundantly. And I'm grateful that self-honor is a huge part of who you are because you have to mm -hmm. honor yourself. And again, I know I keep saying this is a huge part of, but a huge part of self-love is self-honoring. <laughs> we have if we honor everything and everyone else, right? We have to honor who we are, how we love ourselves, our time, our energy, access to us, all of these things we have to first honor. And then the world right around us will honor those same things when it comes to mm -hmm. us. So walking in who you are, right? And honoring yourself and knowing, knowing yourself, what's one of your favorite qualities that you embody, right? It just makes you, it just brings you so much joy that this is a quality God decided to knit within you and you share with others and it makes you feel good. What's a quality that makes you feel that way? It is my growth mindset. Ooh. It is. It's, it is the thing that makes me who I am. Like I said, I am always striving to get better. And not only do I desire to get better, but it, I desire for those around me to be better. And so it it impacts how I show up to the world. It impacts the way that I look at a problem. I'm a problem solver. Mm -hmm. I'm not a person that likes to sit in a problem. I want to figure it out. And even if I can't find a solution, how can... I make it better. And so it, it impacts how I view life, how I view myself, and, and how I am a friend to others. I am a friend that is going to challenge you <laughs> because just as I'm growing and evolving, um, I want others to grow and evolve as well. And everyone does not does not have that mindset. And it's not, that doesn't mean that I'm not content with where I am. I think that you can be content with where you are in a season while also recognizing that there are areas that you can grow in and working to improve in those. Mm -hmm. So that would be, that would be my favorite part. One of the things that I love most about myself. Hmm. I... I can attest to that, <laughs> but I also think it's, since it's a part of who you are, right? Like I identify with that because a huge part of who I am, right? I'm striving to be my most greatest self. I'm submitted to that purpose. And so naturally I want the people around me, right? To subscribe to that notion and to help them elevate what you said the word earlier about evolving, right? And it's a beautiful thing to love yourself enough and love the people around you enough to say, I want to see you evolve. I want mm -hmm. to see you grow. 
right? I'm not putting you inside of a box. I want to love every stage, every version of who you are. Mm -hmm. And a part of that, that's a huge part of our own personal self love journeys, right? How do you love every version of yeah. who you are as you're becoming? Because we're always mm -hmm. becoming. <laughs> that journey won't stop until, <laughs> until our time expires. But because we know that, we have to be open-minded about the journey. We really yeah. do. And I love that you mentioned not placing yourself or others in a box. Because that's such a huge part of self-love. And that's, to me, that's part of what makes it challenging. Because I've, I've struggled through that, even myself. Where others will put you in a box. And then you have your own limiting beliefs. And if who you were in a season no longer feels right, no longer feels good, and you feel like you're being led to something different, it's important that you don't hold yourself in a box, in a self-constructed box or a societal constructed box. So I love that you mentioned that. And that's part of growing and I think about, you know, the idea of like climbing a corporate ladder versus uh, being in a jungle gym <laughs> <laughs> and elevating that way. I don't believe growth also doesn't just have to look one way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to sound one way. It doesn't have to be straight up and down. Being being a person in one season and and recognizing that you've placed yourself in a box and starting to chip away at that box and deciding to go a whole different direction to others that may not look like growth, to others that may like they look like going backward. But if you're honoring your own journey and your own season and you're choosing to do that despite the fact that it looks different, that's that's growth. That's evolution. That's self-love. Mm. Keeping in line with evolving, what are some new ways or practices you want to implement into your self-love journey? Ooh. So one that I've always wanted to do, and I think we've actually spoken about this, is go on a retreat. Like yes. a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that that's a thing right? That's, that's uh, an event or something that might take place, not necessarily a, a daily practice, but I would absolutely love to have that experience to go on a wellness retreat, to just get away, be one with uh, the earth. I don't mean camping in the woods because Lord knows that is not my ministry, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe some springs or some mud baths or something I could do. But no, I would love to just be unplugged in a new environment where there is a curated curriculum um, that pushes me into deeper intimacy with myself, where I can have breakthroughs, where I can connect more deeply with God um, and come out of that loving myself and knowing myself even more. I would love that experience. I'm here for it. Sign us up. <laughs> Please and thank you. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to go deeper. We're always ready to go deeper. <laughs> yes. 
that felt, I was visually there. Like I envisioned us being at a retreat and just leaving with this higher level of just self-love, confidence, and acceptance. Like that just, okay, it has to happen. <laughs> it has to happen, you know, and and not and not for it to be one of those experiences that just stays at the experience, but to be one of those things that almost sets off a domino effect or has has some last lasting impact on how you show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. That is the sort of experience that I would love to have, and that I believe. You know, is I won't say that's the only place you could have that sort of experience. But that's not something that you get on an extra day off from work or a Saturday at home. To me, it's a very, very purposeful and um, planned, orchestrated experience mm-hmm. with activities and things that force you to go deeper and face certain things. So it is intentional. Mm-hmm. Very intentional. Very much so. I have enjoyed this conversation so much. You have dropped so many gems. But of course, it is customary at the end for me to leave the audience with the joy gem. But now you are bestowed with this honor. So leave the audience with the joy gem as it pertains to self-love. Mm. She put me on spot. You put me on the spot. No, um, what I will say is that the way you love yourself is the way that is is the way that you teach others to love you. And specifically in my journey, I have not only had to learn how to love myself in the way that I need in every season, but also how to put in place boundaries and structures to ensure that others are loving me in the way that I desire and deserve. Mm. And that is a part of self-love as well. So the way that you love yourself is the way that you teach others to love you. And that matters as well. What you allow matters. The way that you manage and cultivate your other relationships matters. And it impacts also the way that you love yourself. If you allow yourself to be around people who speak down to you, who suck the life out of you instead of giving life and speaking life into you, it can absolutely infiltrate your own brain and your own heart and impact the way that you think and act about or toward yourself. So love yourself greater Require others to love you greater as well. Give yourself grace in the journey and give them grace as well. All right, you all heard her. Love yourselves greater. Alexis, what is next for you? What's on the horizon? What is next for me? Honoring the journey even more. I have been on the journey and I will say I have partially 
embraced it, <laughs> partially fought it and partially embraced it. Okay. Not fully. We'll be honest and transparent here. Uh, but what is next is fully embracing where I am now and challenging myself to show up even better because there are areas I can grow in. And we know with the growth mindset, I'm very much so aware of that and focused on it. So now I have to do something about it. The areas I have been stating need to change and evolve. I've got to act on that. So that's what's next. Come on, act on it. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to act on it. I'm so proud of you and thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast and sharing parts of your journey. I'm sure you have blessed so many people and someone out there needed to hear exactly what you had to say. And I'm grateful you said yes to sharing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, for giving me this opportunity and, uh, affirming me as well. Oh, and before we go, of course, one last thing. How will you prioritize joy this week? How will I prioritize joy this week? You know what? This is this is a very specific answer, but I'm going to take myself on a date. Hey. It's been a long time since I've done that. I spent a lot of time by myself, but I haven't taken myself on a date in a while. It was a tentative thing. And now with you asking me that question, I'm just going to solidify it. I'm taking myself on a date and that is prioritizing my duty. Oh, we love solo dates. <laughs> Come on, self-love. Yeah. Um, thank you again for being on the podcast. Such a joy to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much.